This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 183. Hey friends, welcome to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. I'm so excited to be here recording another episode for you today. Today it's just me, but I have more guests for you coming up. If you like the guests and you want to hear more, just let me know. I'm having a great time interviewing and getting to know the various people that agree to come on the podcast with me, so I hope you like it too. If you particularly enjoy someone, let me know that too, and I'll for sure have them back on the podcast. So let me know how you feel about the guests. Any suggestions for guests or topics are welcome. Otherwise, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing because I'm having a great time and I hope you are too. You can reach me by sending me a message on Instagram, Facebook. You can email me at jacapeldvm at gmail.com and reach out. I'd love to hear from you about anything. Also, just a reminder to those of you that are newer to the podcast, I have an area on my website to sign up for free coaching. If you've been thinking about hiring a coach or you're just curious about what it's like and you want to try it out, you can sign up there for that free session. I offer coaching packages for anyone that works in the veterinary field and beyond. You don't have to be a veterinarian. Um, I have a discount for veterinary students, pre-vet students, technicians, anybody that may be a little bit financially challenged for whatever reason. Um, and like I said, the first hour coaching is free. So don't be afraid. Just reach out to me on my website, which is juliecapel.com or veterinarylifecoach.com. And while you're there on the website, if you haven't already done so, sign up for my Wednesday Weekly Words. You'll get a short email every Wednesday with some hopefully expiring, expiring, no, inspiring words from me. And you can read my blog there. That's also on my website. Um, I usually write those on Sundays every week or every other week recently. So today I'm going to talk about stress relief and I'm titling it Tired Body, Happy Mind. Specifically, I want to talk about stress relief through moving your body and also exercising your brain. So there's a couple of different things we're going to talk about here. But exercise in any form, walking to weightlifting to yoga to dance, can be helpful in managing your stress. So let's get going. The reason that this idea came up for me this week is that I was talking about stress management with one of my coaching clients, and we were discussing different ways to handle stress when it comes up, either on a busy day or over the course of a week or even a year. Sometimes stress builds, right? And the more we let it build, the harder it gets to control. So if we can come up with some techniques, either short techniques in the moment when you're at work and you're starting to feel overwhelmed or techniques that you can practice every day to help you handle your stress, that's what we want to talk about. You've heard me say this before, but we need to expect stress in our lives so we can learn to recognize it and also learn 
that it's just normal, right? Stress is something that we need to have. It's important. It's part of the protection mechanism that our brain has developed over, you know, thousands of years in order to live. So recognizing that it's there and that it's necessary is a great first step into handling it well. And then we need to have some handy techniques that work for us personally to deal with it so we have a head start on not giving into it and going down that stress road that can eventually cause burnout or even depression. Because that's where we'll go. That's where stress will take us if we can't handle it or if we can't acknowledge it or accept it. And we all have stress in our life. Much of our stress is created by our thoughts about something that's happening. And right now, outside my window, the guys are here mowing my lawn. In the rain, by the way, which is kind of fascinating. So that the thought that you can hear the guys mowing my lawn is a little stress-inducing right now, right? But I'm just going to keep plowing through because whether you can hear it or not, I hope that you don't hear it too much. I think that you can block it out for a few minutes because it shouldn't take long for them to mow my lawn, right? So the stress is created by our circumstances. Just the factual things that happen in our life that are completely non-stress producing until we have some thoughts about it. Many times we don't feel too bad about one thing happening, but when that one thing is followed by other things, that's when our brain starts to make a big deal out of it and we get stressed out. So let's say your appointments are running behind and one thing after another, like one appointment kind of pushes the other one back and then you're getting more behind. And the thought that you're behind and that people are waiting is a very stressful thought, right? When instead we could decide to just think, well, people wait. That's why we have a waiting room. That's why when we go to the doctor, we wait. Like people wait, people wait all the time. It doesn't have to cause us stress, that thought. So today, for example, I've planned a gathering at my house for a few of my girlfriends. I plan to have food, sit out on the deck with them, visit and eat, which is perfectly pleasant to think about, right? It's a gathering that I planned, I initiated, so you think that it would be stress-free because I'm an extrovert and I love to have people over and visit and eat, and it's a no-brainer. I love all those things. But this morning, I was feeling a bit stressed out by this gathering because I'm having many thoughts about it. So here's an example of how your brain can make you feel stress just by thinking things that may or may not be true. And this is my brain thinking about this gathering today. So here it is. Here's my thought dump for this morning. My brain said, you need to get the podcast recorded and up this morning because because it needs to be out today and you procrastinated it yesterday, so you really got to get that done in the morning. It's raining outside now, so maybe you'll not be able to entertain on the deck. Maybe you'll have to have a, a alternate plan. What if it rains all day? The house is messy, so you have to clean it up before the ladies come over. Clean the bathroom, scrub the toilets, get clean towels, wash the kitchen floor, wipe down the counters, dust, vacuum, sweep the deck if, if it stops raining, get the cushions out of the patio furniture because they were brought in because it's raining, clean the sink, wash the dishes, 
do the laundry, blah, 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 right? Are you one of those people that like rushes around and cleans your house before an event? I always do. And that list of cleaning projects in my head is stressful. The other thing that my brain was saying is, oh yeah, also you need to go to the grocery store because you don't have enough snacks and you need some other drinks. You don't have enough drinks in the house for these people. And oh, by the way, you should probably exercise today. Either ride your bike if it stops raining or maybe do some yoga. You got to take a shower. You got to do laundry. You need to pick up the stuff that's lying around the house before you can clean it. Oh, and don't forget the other phone calls that you wanted to make this week because Wednesday's your day off and usually you do that on Wednesday. Also be sure to get some social media posts up today. Blah, 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 right? Now just listening to that thought download or thought dump from my brain is stressful to me, just saying it out loud. And I'm sure it feels a little stressful to you and you can understand where our brain goes and why you might be stressed. Like if I'm thinking all of that and all of that has to be done today and I'm thinking it's urgent or important, then of course I'm going to feel stressed. And there's probably more thoughts in there, right? But you get my point. All of that, all of those thoughts and all of that stress, just because I wanted to plan a little relaxing evening with my friends. So the point is, is that we cause stress by our thinking. The fact that I invited people over is just a thing, right? It's just a fact. The rest of it is my story because I believe in all those thoughts. And believe me when I say that none of these women would be upset if my house was not clean or if I just threw some pizza on the counter and had some beer. None of these ladies would be upset. But in my brain, the house has to be cleaned. I have to have the right food and snacks. I've known these people for over 20 years. And they know that I'm not perfect, right? They know who I am. So who do I think I'm kidding when I'm stressing out about how clean my house needs to be? And I don't know if any of you have experienced this, but I have many times. When I have a lot of stress in my life, it can cause actual physical symptoms. Like I can get stomach aches. I can get heart palpitations, like there's a lot of things that can happen when I get stressed. So this stress stuff is real, right? So having this conversation with you about stress management techniques and thinking about our options, this is what I came up with. So the first thing we need to do is be aware that stress is. It's supposed to be in our life and it can be a good thing because it helps us learn and grow. Putting your body and brain through stress is kind of like building a muscle in a workout. And the exercise of intentionally acknowledging your stress and befriending it can be very powerful. So when we choose to think of stress as a neutral thing and not fear it, we have more power to handle it. So just saying that I'm stressed about my friends coming over tonight and that it's okay is better than fighting with reality and trying like hell to make that stress go away. That fight against the reality of my stressful thinking is also stressful. And so do you see that you can pile on yourself and you can make it worse for yourself by fighting the reality that you're stressed? And that happens at work too, right? Oh, it's a really busy day. I'm getting a little stressed out. Oh, I don't like feeling stressed. Oh no, this is terrible. And then you kind of go down that road, right? It doesn't have to be that way. 
The second thing we want to realize is that we have power over our stress. Just like my stressful thinking today, I have power over that and you have power over yours. So I worked through a lot of the thoughts that I was having this morning and decided on purpose that I was just going to plug away on my day and whatever I get done before the women get here is what it get, what gets done. Even if I take a shower right before they get here and my hair's wet and I don't have makeup on, that's all okay. These women have seen me without makeup. Or maybe my house won't get cleaned. Maybe the podcast won't be up to par or it won't be ready. And then maybe I have to release it tomorrow. All of this is fine. All of it is okay. And I can just decide how much pain I want to cause myself by worrying about all these things today. So what can we do? How can we manage stress and make friends with it? Let's talk a little bit about that. We can either do something, take an action, or think something. Those are the only two ways to change a feeling. Do something or think something. And sometimes it's hard to change the thoughts, right? Because my brain believes that if the house isn't clean, that that's a problem, right? And so my brain has a really hard time letting that go. So then I can either change that thinking, change that way of thinking, or if it's really difficult, I can do something. And those are really the only two choices. So first, let's talk about doing, because that is why I decided to start down this road of this podcast to begin with, is my conversation with my client about handling her stress And then the doing part, which this is the story about the doing. So over the weekend, I went for a long bike ride with a couple of my friends on the Macomb Orchard Trail, which is a trail near my house. And I love this trail as it's really long and it has lots of options. And there's places to stop in these little small towns. And it's kind of out in the country also. And you can take photos The trail is beautiful and it's shaded. It's really well maintained. And so I love this bike trail. And so this past weekend, my friend Karen, who asked me to go on this ride with her and Colleen, she's a very hardcore rider, more hardcore than I am usually. So I know that when I go on a bike ride with Karen, it's going to be longer than I usually go on my own. And I love her spirit. I love the fact that she's so ambitious and her ability to ride and enjoy everything. She's very much a person that lives in the moment. And so she often stops to take photos and we take selfies and we stop and rest and all these things, right? So it's really fun. So we rode 30 miles, which is about 10 to 15 miles more than I usually ride on any given day when I go out. And the day was gorgeous, it was sunshiny, hardly any clouds in the sky, the sky was beautiful blue, it was a cool breeze, it was probably in the mid-70s, and very comfortable for riding, right? And we met at a local bike shop near the trail entrance, and we took off. So the ride was excellent, we stopped a few times, we stopped at a grocery store to use the restroom to buy water and snacks, we had a great day. And then when I returned home, it was at least four hours later. And so I had to go to a graduation party. I had to hurry up and get ready and go. So then when we got back in the evening, 
I was exhausted. Not sleepy, not that kind of exhausted, but the kind of exhausted or tiredness that tells me that I've overdone it a little with my workout, right? The muscles were drained of energy. I knew I would be sore the next day, probably in the next 24 to 48 hours. But it was a, this great, drained, relaxed feeling. My high school volleyball coach used to call it good pain. And my kids, when they were fencing, when they were little, they had a fencing coach that made them work out really hard. And he would call it pain is weakness leaving the body. So as I was lying on the couch, doing basically nothing but resting at this point, with the weakness leaving my body, I started to think about how important exercise is to this physical part of stress, right? To this physical and mental health. Exercise in and of itself and that tired, exhausted feeling is a great feeling. So I looked up some stats and according to the CDC website, and you can think about the CDC any way you want to at this point, but what they say on the site about physical activity is, quote, some benefits of physical activity on brain health happen right after a session of moderate to vigorous physical activity like my bike ride, right? The quote goes on to say, benefits include improved thinking or cognition for children and reduced short-term feelings of anxiety for adults. uh, Regular physical activity can help keep your thinking, learning, and judgment skills sharp as you age, which is something I need, right? And it can also reduce your risk of depression and anxiety and help you sleep better. So I loved reading that on the CDC website because it basically is telling me that my ideas about exercise and stress relief and the way it works for me in my life can be extended to everyone. And it doesn't have to be a 30-mile bike ride. I did that because Karen pushed me to do it, right? And I felt really exhausted but great afterwards. But you can just pick something small or something big, whatever your body can handle and whatever you can do. I also read that the Mayo Clinic research says that exercising boosts your energy levels by increasing the oxygen carrying capacity of your heart and lungs. And that more oxygen helps your muscles and your brain work better, increasing your ability to handle daily tasks and stressful emotions. So even the Mayo Clinic thinks that exercise helps us handle stress. So I know that when I took this long bike ride, I was exhausted, but I know that in a few hours, I'm gonna have way more energy. My brain's gonna be clear. I actually wrote a blog about it. You know, My brain kind of went into active mode. I'm like, oh, this is a great thing to blog about. And so if you know that short exercise sessions can clear your head and help you focus on the things you wanna focus on, you can embody that into your daily routine and help your brain handle stress. So just take a brisk, taking a brisk walk around the block may help reduce your stress. And you can do this during the day at work. I have done it many times. I have said, I'm feeling very overwhelmed and stressed right now. I need to take a little break whether that means going into the bathroom and hiding for a few seconds, or I might even have to go outside and take a walk. And you can do that. The clients might look at you funny when you walk by them and walk outside the building, 
But if you have to walk around the building for a couple of seconds just to get your head on straight, do it. It's important. You can show up better for your clients if you clear your head. So when I was working with my coaching client and we were talking about stress management techniques, we did a little brainstorming session about what can we do to manage our stress before it reaches the anxiety level. And we were talking about our likes and our dislikes regarding exercise. And when I told her that exercise is one of the best things that you can do to manage stress, doing something you like, even better, right? So if you can find some kind of exercise that you enjoy, like I enjoy bike riding, and I also enjoy walking. I do not like to run, but walking I do like. So just brainstorm about it, right? And here are some of the things we came up with. Walking, sitting out in nature, like driving yourself to a nature park and just looking around and watching the wildlife. Bike rides, deep breathing exercises, yoga, meditation, running, weightlifting, skiing, skating, dancing, singing even. Sometimes I'll just walk outside in the sun and spin. You know, if, if it's something silly like that, go do it. Doing puzzles, even a little brain activity by like puzzles can help you kind of focus your mind on something besides your stress. And then once you start to feel a little bit less stressed, then you can start to do the brain work that you need to do to handle it, right? So anything that helps you relax and helps you put that stress into perspective is going to be the activity that you want to choose. The activity helps change your mind about the stress. So remember I said you can either think differently or do something, act differently to get in control of your stress. So besides the physical activities, you can practice a mental activity such as downloading or dumping your thoughts like I did this morning, right? And then reading those thoughts back to yourself and deciding if you want to keep them. Just because your brain tells you something, that little chihuahua brain, doesn't mean that you have to keep it. You don't have to keep those thoughts or even believe those thoughts. Like, I believe my house has to be clean before people can come over, but I can question that belief. It's like, why do I believe that? Maybe because my mom used to clean the house before people came over, and so she taught that to me, that that thought that we have to clean up the house before people can come over. But just questioning and looking at those thoughts and deciding whether you want to keep them or not is powerful. Because if I decide that I want to keep the thought that my house needs to be cleaned, then there's no reason for me to stress about cleaning, right? I can just do it. And then I get to decide how clean it needs to be, right? So there's different degrees of cleanliness. And what exactly do I want to do? Clean the bathroom so if they use the bathroom it's clean? Or clean the sink in the kitchen because we're going to be eating? Or get the deck ready because we're going to be sitting out on the deck if it stops raining today? Whatever. But I get to pick, right? So the most powerful exercise is to understand what you're thinking that's causing your stress. And then understanding that your higher brain has control over your lower brain, your chihuahua brain. Your big brain controls your little brain, right? Even though it doesn't feel like that. It feels like that little brain is always in charge and it's running you. And in many ways it does, unless you decide to examine it Start to do the work and ferret out all the stressful thoughts and then work on them, right? So that's the most powerful exercise you can do to handle stress. Do something physical 
if the mental is out of whack. And then once you do the physical, work on the mental. So what I want you to do this week is spend a little bit of time thinking about the activities that are available to you. And what do you like? What activity can you easily incorporate into your life? Or not even easily. It may take a little effort, right? If, you, if you're really feeling lazy lately and you haven't done a lot of activity, it's going to take a little pushing to get yourself moving, right? But just decide what's available to you. Do you like to walk? Are there places you can hike near your home? Can you dance in your living room? Just turn on some music and dance. Can you do a yoga video? Could you do a meditation app? Any kind of exercise. And if you tell me you don't like exercise, you don't like to exercise at all, I'm going to challenge you to choose one anyway. Because it's important, right? The CDC says so. Mayo Clinic says so. Physical activity is important. So whether you currently exercise or not, take a vow to add that one thing to your daily routine. It can be as simple as doing a short walk at lunchtime at work or as complex as taking a dance class or joining a gym and doing training, hiring a trainer. There's a lot of things that you can do, right, to get yourself motivated to do it. But the most important motivation is that you want to have a happier life and be able to deal with the stress that will come. There's no, there's no way that there's a life without stress, right? And that you can handle it. So commit to one activity to help you improve your body and change your mind into one that handles stress just a little bit better. And when you feel the physical pain, try to think of it as stress leaving your body. The coach said weakness leaving your body. Think of it as stress leaving your body. So you've got this. I know you can work to feel better if you just want to feel better. And as I always say, if you're working on some of this stuff and you feel as if you're stuck and things aren't going well, please, please, please reach out for help. I'm here to help you. Call a therapist. If that's too scary, if I'm too scary or a therapist is too scary, find a friend that seems to be coping well and ask them to help you get help. Because guaranteed that friend is struggling as well. We all do. We all have this stuff going on, gang. We all have it. So don't let shame or fear hold you back from living the life that you really want to live. Okay, so I got some quotes for you because I like to do that, you know. Here are a few quotes to help you this week. The first one is from Andrew Bernstein, and it says, The truth is that stress doesn't come from your boss, your kids, your spouse, traffic jams, health challenges, or other circumstances. It comes from your thoughts about your circumstances. The second one is from Chelsea Eru. I don't know if I said that right. It's E-R-I-E-A-U. And it says, stress acts as an accelerator. It will push you either forward or backward, but you choose which direction. And I love that one, right? You get to choose. That's great. And the last one is from Kelly McGonigal, Dr. Kelly McGonigal, I'm sorry. And it says, when you exercise, it increases endorphins, dopamine, adrenaline, and endocannabinoid. Sorry if I said that wrong. 
These are all brain chemicals associated with feeling happy, feeling confident, feeling capable, feeling less anxiety and stress, and even less physical pain. So don't forget that exercise increases all the good stuff, even the stuff I can't pronounce. All right, and please, when you decide what you're going to do this week exercise-wise, whether it's physical exercise, which I would encourage, or the brain exercises or both, I'd like you to combine both, let me know what you're doing. So thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you like what you're hearing on the podcast. And go to my website, juliecapel.com or veterinarylifecoach.com to sign up for emails or get coaching. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. And now I'm going to go get my house ready for my friends to come over. And I wish you a beautiful, stress managementful, if that makes sense, week. Have a beautiful week, guys. Bye.